0: You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast Six Thirty Six, moving to new updates. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. Yeah, sorry about this. This is going to be a solo show. I know how much you all love solo shows. However, Gaz this week is, uh, he's trying to get some paperwork done and then moved into his new home, you know, just before Christmas, because that's when people have lots of spare time to deal with legal matters. Yeah. Um... On my home front, uh, I have completed all of the updates and everything else that I need to do for all of those old Macs that I have. So at this point, I need to get them out of the house. Now, there is one little thing left that I need to do. While I was looking at this old 300, uh, I almost said gigahertz, 300 megahertz G3 desktop which i believe is from 1997 or 1998 i found some old audio files of my kids that i don't have anywhere else and i have been diligently trying to figure out a way to get those files off the computer unfortunately the cd rom burner or you know the cd drive as far as the burner part goes doesn't seem to be working at all, uh, it rejects every single disk that I put in. So I don't know if it's the media or if it's just that the, the drive is can put. Now, of course, it also has a floppy drive because those are so, so very popular here in 2016. Uh, I don't even have any floppies and I don't have, you know, even if I could do that, I don't have an external floppy drive that I could use to uh, move those files over. So what I've been trying to do for like the last two days, and it's part of the reason why I'm doing a solo show, because I wasn't going out and trying to get somebody else to give me a hand with this, uh, is to get that old computer online. It does have an Ethernet port, and I have run a straight Ethernet cable to it. However, I cannot get the two Macs, the the 300 megahertz desktop and uh, the I almost said new. it's it's more of a new Ur Mac since it's a 2010 Mac Pro to see each other online so that I could transfer those files. Um, I've, I've put out a call over to various websites and of course on Facebook and on Twitter. And if anyone can think of a way for me to inexpensively get these files off, I would appreciate it. Uh, if If I can't figure it out soon, what I'll probably do, is uh, connect some kind of recorder up to the audio output, record them all one at a time, and then bring them over to my Mac that way. And then, you know, uh, separate them and, and do all the things that I need to do. At this point, that's really, really close to uh, what I think I'm going to have to do. But it is it is kind of making me crazy. And, I you know, I, I guess I shouldn't be too surprised... That this is so hard to do on a 20-year-old Mac. That's God, let's see, 12 to 15 OS back and not exactly screaming with speed these days. However, uh, we're gonna we're gonna move away from that. And uh what I will do now is Go on over to the MyMac.com recent articles. This this is probably going to be a much shorter show than usual. And again, I apologize. And, and hopefully we will get a show out uh, next week, even though that is Christmas week or Christmas weekend. We'll see how it goes. Uh, the first one up is the Betty Smart Radio Alarm Clock. This is a review by Mr. Non-Gemo. This is Nam gemo What's the message? Well, if you like to play with gadgets, here's one that will keep you occupied for days. It's far more entertaining than a Rubik's Cube, not to mention more useful. This gadget gadget is basically a clock radio, but that's like saying the Grand Canyon is merely a hole in the ground. Go on over to the website and chuck that out there. Next up is the wireless charging for my iPhone SE. A personal experience by Avid Daklam. Late this past summer, David purchased a new 2016 Toyota Prius that came equipped with a lot of interesting new features. One of these features was a built-in wireless charging station. As an iPhone user, he was well aware that Apple does not provide for wireless charging, so this became the main reason he wanted to figure it out. Uh, he wanted to. Uh, blah, 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 blah. He wanted to. Uh, he wanted to figure out if he could somehow use wireless charging with his iPhone SE. Uh, after that is head stand from uh, Just Mobile. A review by Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. Finding a place to store headphones is like looking for a place to store cooked spaghetti interesting kind of uh thing there your options are limited unless you're using something like the headstand from just mobile the headstand is a brushed aluminum post screwed into a solid base assembly takes a minute or less place the stand on a shelf at eye level and you can drape all your headphones over a horizontal arm making them easy to find go on over and read that at the website after that uh, kind of part two for Mr. Uh, Sam Negri, Nam Segri. Yeah, yeah, I'm losing it. Well, hello, beautiful. Right, right. Snap Power Guide Light and USB Charger, another review by Nam Segri. The guide light is an easy-to-install night light that turns itself on when it's dark and automatically turns itself off when the room is illuminated either by sunlight or a lamp. You have to remove the faceplate on an outlet and replace it with the guide light cover, which has LEDs in its base to guide you through the darkness of a bedroom or other space. No hardware is required for the installation. Just unscrew your old faceplate and replace it with the guide light and you're done. Uh, And next up after that is geekiest show ever. Number 240, uh, Guquilbrium. I don't get it. Uh, though I have listened to it, and they said it, and I can't repeat it. This week, it is Alisa, Melissa, Mike, and Kevin. Yes, believe it or not, the gang is all here. They lead off with an update to show the recording schedule over the uh, coming weeks. Kevin starts off talking about his Comcast interaction and why he's going to purchase his own cable modem and possibly DVR over the coming months. Alisa. uh Alisa, oh, damn, damn. Alisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. And Melissa gives some sage advice on what to consider when modem shopping and Mike offers recommendations for DVR alternatives. We then move on to Melissa's recent buying binge and all the goodies that she has ordered. To make it easier for us to understand, she shared an informative PDF that she's put together if you want to see, if you want to see it, ask her, and she will share it with you. Go on over and download that from iTunes. Geekiest show ever, two forty. Uh, next up, rise up to a twelve South charging stand. This is a review by Latrefco. A few weeks ago, Rich bought an Apple Watch Series One. That meant he had to add yet another charging cable to the set of wires hanging off his desk like spaghetti. The charging wires for his iPhone, iPad, MacBook Air, and his son's iPad mini were already forming that tangled mess of wires that somehow always seems to become intertwined. Like that ball of holiday lights Clark Griswold pulls out of the box in Christmas Vacation. Go on over and see what Rich did to take care of that Uh, at the website Airport International Version 3.0 Rolling Pro Photography Bag. This is yet another review by Namsegri. This is Namsegri. I disapprove of this message. Video and additional photos are on the company's webpage for this product. The Think Tank photo clearly pays attention to what its customers say about its line of high quality camera packs. This latest version of the Airport International, a suitcase like roller, incorporates a few of those recommend, recommended improvements over the earliest, earlier. Earlier versions. The last version was by no means inadequate. Think Tank does not skimp on materials, but it's now enhanced with some useful features. Next is the Audio Technica ATH A2000Z and Sennheiser HD 4.301 headphones. A review by Nam Jimo. This is Nam Jimo. What's the message? Audio Technica's new headphones, the Art Monitor Closed Back Dynamics, are the best-sounding headphones that John has ever heard. The audio presence is full-spectrum, almost neutral, with crisp performance at all listening levels in every genre and a slight upward sweetness, which he prefers. They are efficient and don't need loads of power to drive them. And apparently they're quite expensive because for 15% of the cost of uh, the Audio Technicas, you can obtain Sennheiser's new affordable and surprisingly good uh, HD 4.301 headset over ears available in stunning, attractive white or black. The gold trim on our white evaluation headphones adds style to substance and makes heads turn as people admire him wearing them with obvious envy. Obvious envy envy if you're good at something never do it for free exactly and last up for the week is tech fan 283 rogue one imac tim yes tim has to buy a new mac so what will he get and from where mario run has dropped and both david and tim like it then the main feature of the episode is the spoiler-filled review and discussion of Rogue One. This is part of the reason I have not listened to this one yet, because I plan on going to see Rogue One uh, hopefully very soon. Now, if you would like to write for the MyMac.com website, it is so easy. All you need to do... <clears throat> can't even talk. All you need to do is contact Mr. John Nemo, and his email address is nemo at mymac.com. And if you would like to contact Gaz, his email address is gazatmymac.com. And uh, he has a Twitter handle, which is Gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. And uh, we have a combined Twitter, as a matter of fact, Guy and Gaz, G-U-I-A-N-D-G-A-Z, over there on the Twitters. You can reach me, Guy, at mymac.com. And, of course, on the Twitters, uh, at MacParrot. And... My God, you can even contact us one other way feedback at mymac.com, which will go to Fearless Leader, who will pass it on to us. And as always, our Skype number, our Skype number, 703 436 9501. So um, that's all the different ways you can contact us. And I think I am going to get us, get us, get me out of this section. So everyone please Guys, you are absolutely right Stand by I thought my jokes were bad To stand by Kill the Batman And we'll be right back Why so serious? Amazon, Google, Apple, Android, iOS, Alexa, Siri, technology, sci-fi, video games, tablets, computers, flash drives, toys, weather, and general silliness. Geekiest show ever, every week on the MyMac Podcasting Network. Famous for their misuse of duct tape and bubble gum, it's the G-Men and the MyMac Podcast. And welcome back to the mymac.com podcast number 636. Uh, in this section, what I was going to talk about uh, probably relatively briefly is the 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 two main updates that just came out last week. Uh, Mac OS 10.12.2 is out, as is iOS 10.2. And you know, it, it looked to me like it was mostly bug fixes, but there's some there's some interesting little tidbits in there. Uh, Apple seems to be kind of killing time while waiting to fix whatever is wrong with the battery life estimate for the new MacBook Pros. And if you actually look at it, they all they basically did was remove the estimated time that you have left on your current charge. So you can see how much charge you have left in percentage, uh, but you can't get an estimate back based on time. And I don't know if they plan on adding that back. But if that's something that you use on a regular basis, there are third-party utilities that uh, will give it back to you. But if it's a problem with the operating system, that it, it that it's giving you bad data as far as how long your laptop is going to continue to work on its current charge, then I don't really see the point on, in using it. Um, and really, if you think about it, I doubt that it has ever really been very close to accurate, depending on what you're using your Mac for when it's unplugged. Um, Something else that was here says, with the touch bar actually running its own mini OS on an ARM chip, there's probably a good chance that the inaccuracy could be related to that. And speaking of the touch bar, have, have you ever looked at that small, thin strip running just across your keyboard, you know, like above your keyboard and thought, Gee, I sure wish I could take a screenshot of its current status. Well, with 10.12.2, now you can. Shift command six will take that screenshot and put it uh, where you put your other screenshots, or control shift command six will put it in your clipboard to paste someplace else. Um I'm not really sure. You know, if you're if you're not doing how tos and things along those lines. I'm not really sure why you would want to take a screenshot of your status bar, but apparently, if you have the latest OS, now that you can. Now you can. Uh, and of course, there were some bug fixes and a security update, including a potentially nasty one that can decrypt your drive and with a specially crafted Thunderbolt dock connected through uh, USB C or Thunderbolt, including Fire Vault enabled volumes. Uh, it works by snagging the password stored as plain text if that volume is already unlocked when your computer was rebooted or sleep. Uh, the file, the file is gone. I, I, you know what? I can't even. I can't even write. Apparently, it says here. This is what I wrote. The file is gone. Was the OS is fully loaded or working? Yeah, that that's what I wrote. I, I have no idea why I wrote that. Um, but basically, what happens is. Uh, this plain text file is there when your computer is in sleep mode, or when you reboot it, because obviously it has to have that password uh, to like a, a FireVault enabled volume in order to boot that volume up so that you can use it once you're fully up. So uh, if you're using Fire Fire uh, File Vault or encryption of some type, make sure that you've updated. And lastly, the most important part, there are new emojis and wallpaper. Because, yeah, that's that's what we all needed and wanted. Uh, on to iOS 10.2. Uh, it also has new emojis, and that's something really to get excited about. Um, I don't know. It, it must be the 90s goth in me, but that hardly seems noteworthy. Now, what I did find that was kind of interesting in 10.2, they rolled out the TV app. Now, for me, it works a lot better than the video app that it replaced, especially when trying to tell the difference between content uh, that would need to be streamed in order for me to look at it and content that I have you know, natively downloaded on my iOS device, mostly my, my iPad, uh, because with the old app, Unless you could, you know, they have that little symbol that shows that it's available, not necessarily available, but if you want to watch it, you have to stream it or download it first. Well, depending on the artwork for your video content, you may or may not be able to see that. But with the new TV app, there's actually uh, a certain part of it that will kind of show you, okay, well, here's the stuff that you have on here right now, and you can go ahead and watch that. But it makes a much clearer designation between uh, what you would need to stream or download and what you have already got in your iOS device, uh, which I find to be much, much better. Uh, single sign-on is part of uh, iOS 10.2, and it's, it's certainly better than constantly going to uh, 1Password and looking up account information each time. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. With all the cable providers yet, but it is a start. I'm kind of looking forward to the day when cable companies just kind of say, "You know what? All we are are ISPs. We're we're providing the pipes, and how you get your content shouldn't be part of of that experience." And yes, chances are, when this finally happens, um, it's going to cost more to get just the internet as compared to bundled services, uh, internet, telephone, and uh, cable. But for those people that want to cut the quarter, for those people that prefer to kind of natively get their own content in the order that they want it, uh, you know, this is something that's coming, but it hasn't come yet. I, oh, and of course, there's also new wallpaper, because again, that's what was important. And I think... That's going to about do it for this section. That was really all I I had to talk about. God, I miss Gaz. Gaz, where are you? I I need someone to hold my hand. (laughs) Anyway, please stand by to stand by and uh, I'll be right back. Hi, I'm Bart Puschots, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month, I gather together a panel of Apple followers, and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a forty thousand foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. Opinions as hard-edged as Buddy Epson on Viagra. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast, number 636, all by myself this week. And no, I, I, I won't sing. I, I, I know how that distresses people. It certainly distresses me. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I do like to keep with tradition. You know, it, it's one of the things that we do, and and Gaz and myself have brilliantly, I might say, over the years created certain things that we do from week to week that I know everyone looks forward to, and one of them, of course, is going to be Gaz's tips, and I'm just going to assume you're not in your head. Hit it, Gaz's tips, mostly. Gaz's tips, mostly. Gaz's tips. Most of them. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gassy's tip. Okay. Um, something that the Mac has that is just amazing is called Spotlight. This is this is a utility that knows where everything is on your Mac, from documents to applications to you know, really anything that, that's resonant on your Mac or anything that's connected to your Mac, you can find through Spotlight. Now you can of course Move your cursor all the way up to the menu bar and click that that little looking glass to bring Spotlight down. But there is a much much easier way. Uh, if you need to use Spotlight and you you know want to get to it super quick, all you really have to do is hold down the Command key and then hit the space bar, and that will open up Spotlight, and you don't even have to type. Nothing. Isn't that amazing? I thought so. Nod your head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Molson the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Molson. the end of Gaz's Tips. The of Tips. <laughs> is that the, uh, the end of the tent? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Oh, man, this show is going to be super short. <laughs> I, I don't see any other way around it. Oh, well. Uh, and obviously, there's not going to be any after show. So, you know, once you hear the sign off, don't bother still listening because there's there's not going to be nothing this week. Uh, I do have an app pick for the week. And I know that for people that are interested in recording audio, one of the things that, that kind of separates certain people, you know, like you've got people that like Ford trucks versus Chevy trucks and of course, Mac versus PC and, and all the people with their favorite football teams. But there's also kind of a divide when it comes to recording audio. People have their preferences for which digital audio workstation that they want to use. Some people like GarageBand. That's what I typically use. Some people like Logic or, uh, you know, there's there's a Fruity Loops. There's even one called Fruity Loops. Well, there's another one called Traction, and they have three different versions. Traction 5 is free to, to use and download from Traction.com. There'll be a link in the show notes. Uh, they have a version that's a little bit better that you can download and use if you've recently purchased certain audio devices like a mixer uh, from Behringer or some of the other companies. That's called the T6. And even their flagship, their, flag, their flagship DAW, the T7, can be had for as little as $60. Now, what I would recommend doing is is go ahead and, and download the uh, Traction Five DAW. I mean, why not? It's free. And if it's to your liking, then you know, and you want a little more functionality, maybe you can move up to the uh, the T Seven. You know we're not talking like with with Logic Pro. Logic Pro is a hundred bucks, and there are other ones that are quite a bit more than that. But this is this is basically free, and you know, this is almost like a try before you buy. So check that out. The Traction 5 DAW over at Traction.com, T-R-A-C-K-T-I-O-N.com. And there will be a link in the show notes. Now, we have a people's pick for this week from Clive Hammett. And he says that for those who are moaning about the lack of ports on the new MacBook Pro, check out this Hyperdrive USB Type-C 5-in-1 hub with pass-through charging for the 2016 MacBook Pro and the 12-inch MacBook, and uh, he's got a link here that will also be in the show notes. Um, no new iTunes reviews, nothing of particular note in Facebook. Uh, we did get, we did get something on Twitter from from Mister Carl Madden in, in relation to uh, what Gaz and I were talking about last week uh, with the letter Z. And he says a new instrument is born, the xylophone, Z-Y-L-O-P-H-O-N-E, which is funny because it's really spelled with an X. That was the joke. Sorry. Uh, we have some email feedback from Mr. Wob Bud. Oh, I know. Do I have? I thought I had one here for him. Uh, I can't find it, so I'm just going to. Oh, I found it. There it is. This is Wobb Wood. There he is. Messages. We don't need no stinking messages. And yet you sent one anyway. He says, hi, guy. I listened to MyMac Podcast 635. I do have an ADB mouse Apple branded. Do you still need one? I can mail it to you. In my big bag O cables, I also have some ADB to ADB cables, straight or curly, and a SCSI Terminator. Need any of that stuff, Wobb bud uh no actually bob i i was able to pick up an adb mouse so i have i have an adb mouse i have an adb keyboard that i was able to use with that 300 megahertz desktop so i'm good there the problem i'm having now of course is just getting some of the files off of it as quickly and as cheaply as i possibly possibly can uh no audio feedback uh thank you all to the patreon uh our patreon subscribers Uh, your contributions do help thank you so very very much uh if you would like to contact gaz you can reach gaz at uh gaz at mymac.com or on the twitters gazmaz g-a-z-m-a-z and yes he has me saying z instead of z now uh, you can reach me, Mac Parrot, on the Twitters. You can also reach me, Guy, at MyMac.com. We have a combined Twitter <laughs> Twitter account, Guy and Gaz, G-U-I-A-N-D-G-A-Z. If you would like to complain to Fearless Leader Tim about the horrible, horrible content of this show, all you have to do is send that to feedback at MyMac.com. And, of course, we have a Skype number, which is plus one or one Outside of the United States, area code 703 436 9501. And you know, I think, and this is just me, I think we're good enough, smart enough, and doc got it, people so much more prefer this show when gas is on. And thank you, thank you, thank you also very, very much for downloading and continuing to download. The MyMac.com podcast. And I'd like to say, after listening to this one, we are only 49 episodes away from our 400th show. So mark that on your calendar. I have no idea what month or week that's going to be in, but just 49 shows away, folks. And um, with that in mind, I would like to say Nid Yi Kof Nodi Fi hun Bron. Si e i agpan in kof gida gaz gaz pen blud Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network like the Tech Fan Podcast three geeky ladies geekiest show ever the let's talk podcast essential apple podcast and the club playstation and club nintendo podcasts Happy